0: The following is the Women's Liberation Music Hour, presented by
1: Phoenix, on WLRN. Welcome back, sisters, to another hour of Women's Liberation Music on WLRN. It's October 22nd, 2018, and I'm Phoenix, your DJ. As promised, this week's focus is on male violence against women. And if I may say, it is not for the faint of heart. While we are sensitive creatures, sisters, we are not faint. We are anything but that, actually. Not in these times, not ever. As Sister Clarissa Pincola Estes said once, Mis estimados, do not lose heart. We were made for these times. Our hearts are strong sisters in these times of red hot fury. So let's channel our fury at the correct agent, male violence. I selected this music because the female singer and song, singer-songwriters unabashedly target the male in sexual, physical, emotional, psychic violence against women and girls in their songs. And I told you last time that I now work for a DV shelter, and I am regularly challenging the missing agent, to use Julia Penelope's languaging, of the male sex as the vast majority of the perpetrators. When I name it, uh, at work, sometimes there's uh, often this heavy social, polite awkwardness and then quiet, parenthetic agreement. Soon, though, there is also a return to the elusive they pronoun. It's pretty aggravating. So, albeit hard, my preparation for this this hour has been good for my heart. I have prepared and dedicated it totally to the unapologetic naming of the male agent. And make no mistake, some of these songs are brutal, sisters. They are brutal because what perpetrating males are doing is brutal. Also, the collection of songs comes from country singers to reggae to punk rock, heavy metal to hip hop to rap and to acoustic because male violence knows no boundaries in race, class, ethnicity, or nationality or genre of music. Male violence is multicultural. Isn't that special? Between most of the songs, I'll be reading from a speech Andrea Dworkin made at Hamilton College in 1983. Andrea is my absolute inspiration when I get stuck as to what to do in these times of red hot fury. I call in her strength, her clear thinking and articulation amidst the fray, the despair, and the triggering. I hope you can find ways to witness sisters' stories this next hour via their song lyrics in ways that strengthen you. But before we begin anything in this next hour's journey through the hell of male violence against women, let's begin with the radical vow to believe ourselves and to believe one another. Blessed be, sisters. I'll be in touch along the way. Enjoy. (laughs)
2: Down, I believe.
3: Turn the music loud, I believe. So no one could hear, I I believe.
2: believe Her put his hands on.
1: First, assault. We never had any idea of how common it was. We have always heard of the incest taboo, but as I am sure you have heard in other contexts, laws are meant to be broken, this one especially. Most incest victims are girls. They are assaulted in a variety of ways, frequently by their fathers, often stepfathers. We are talking about assault by men who are in intimate situations of power. Adults with children, beloved adults. Very little incest is committed by women with children. There is beating of children by women, a lot of it. We must not leave that out. A lot of women are forced to have children they do not want, and there is a lot of battery, especially on those children. But there does not seem to be very much sexual abuse. Incest is terrifically important in understanding the condition of women. It is a crime that is committed against someone, a crime from which many victims never recover. Now, life is hard, or as Jimmy Carter said, life is unfair. Horrible things happen from which people never recover. That is true. Probably no woman ever recovers from a rape. Probably no woman ever recovers from from battery. But this is different because the child does not have a chance in the world. Her whole system of reality, her whole capacity to form attachments, her whole capacity to understand the meaning of self-respect is destroyed by someone whom she loves. Incest victims are now organizing in this country, and they are organizing politically one of the reasons that they are organizing politically and not psychiatrically is because they understand that it is the power of the father in the family that creates the environment that licenses the abuse they understand that probably better than anyone who has who had probably better than anyone who hasn't had the experience understands it They have seen the mother's fear of the father. They know their own fear of the father. They have seen the community's support for the father. They have seen the psychiatric community's defense of the father. They have seen the legal system's refusal to treat the father like a criminal. They have seen the religious leader's refusal to take incest as seriously as the grave crime of homosexuality. They understand the world in which women live. Most importantly, I think, they understand the fear of their mothers, which is not to say that they ever forgive their mothers for what happened to them. This is a society in which it is very hard to forgive your mother, no matter what happens to you. But incest victims are truly at the center of our political situation. They have been, in my opinion, the bravest among all of us for speaking out about what happened to them when they were children. And they are organizing to get children some protection, some rights. And the women's movement has to be serious in understanding that the connection between women and children really is political. The power of the father is what makes women and children a political underclass.
4: Might get a little personal or a lot actually. Incremental discretion is advised. Yo, luck, luck when I was ten, shit I believed I could fly, I would just flap my fucking arms and try to meet with the sky, and in my mind I'd envision that I was speaking with God and then I'd chop his fucking fist off and beat him with mine, but this is just a fucking portion of the war with my mind so I'ma take you fuckers back and through the vortex of time, when I was seven, envision me at the bottom of stairs, and I solemnly swear that this is the truth, no fallacy here see I was young man, I was just a toddler kid, and he wasn't the first to successfully try what he did he took me to the basement and after the lights had been cut he whipped it out inside of mine and forced his cock through my gut. see it was weird because I felt like I was losing my mind and then it happened like it happened like millions of times and I would swear that I would tell but they would think I was lying and now the power that he held was like a beacon to mine so now I got used to it I put up with the shit and now my hate was so organically eruptive and shit but this is nothing cause I can't Yes, he told his friend what he'd do, and they ate it up. Shit, I was like a buffet for two. And then it happened in a home where every fucking one knew. And they ain't do shit, but fucking blame it on youth. I'm sorry, mom, but I really used to blame it on you. But even you, by then, wouldn't know what to do. And now it happened so often that he was getting particular, and I'm more every time Worked to my speed and ventricular. One night, he came home, and I was sleeping in my bed. He climbed on top of me and forced himself between my legs he told me Hey Ray, I see you like them popsicle sticks So put your mouth on my dick And suck and swallow this bit. And I was confused but I was scared So I did what he said I had no idea the effect it would have on my head My heart was pumping, it was dumping With like tons of my fear Imagine being 17, cum in your underwear I know it's nasty but sometimes I'd even bleed from my butt Disgusting right now Let that feeling ring through your guts I thought of offing myself I thought of killing these niggas Wanted to take a fucking brick and push their teeth through their lip, but wanted to smash the fucking world and burn its leftover parts. Wanted to rip it out and just fucking step on my heart. Then I grew up and I wasn't within the reach of these men, but that didn't keep me out the motherfucking reach of my sin. And psychologically, I was just as fucked as they come. I was confused, I had to prove I wasn't fucked from the jump. I was afraid of myself, I had no love for myself. I tried to kill, I tried to hide, I tried to run for myself. There was a point in my life where I didn't like who I was, so I create the other people I would try to become. Sexuality came into play, and with that scarred as I was, I was extremely scared of men, so I started liking girls. I started starving myself, fucked up my bodily health. I didn't wanna be attractive to nobody else I didn't want the be a wanted to stunt my own growth But there's a fucking reason behind every scar that I show I never got to be a kid, so that's as far as I grow My mental state is out of date, and that's as far as I know My biggest problem was fear, and what being fearful could do It made me run, it made me hide, it made me scared of the truth I'm not deranged anymore, I'm not the same anymore I mean I'm sane, but I'm insane, but not the same as before I had to deal With my shit, I had to look at my truth to understand that to grow, you gotta look at your roots. I had to cut off the dead. I had to make myself proud, and I'm just standing, living, breathing proof. Look at me now. I made it through everything. I made you look like a clown. I'm fucking great. Can't fucking hate you, nigga. Look at me now, and I'm just saying this to tell you there's a way from the ground. The makings of a legend are often hidden in trials. So just be strong and just move on and just accept what you can because it makes your story better when you read it, the end, yeah. There's a story behind every single scar that I show, I made it out, this a me nobody's gotten before, I had to open my wounds, I had to bleed till I stopped it, thanks for joining me here, as I cleaned out my closet, I said I opened my wounds, I had to bleed till I stopped it, thanks for joining me here, as I cleaned out my closet,
1: Marital rape is also very important in understanding the condition of women. Now, I will tell you a story. I have a godson. It is a surprise to me that I have a godson, but I do. My godson's father is a civil liberties lawyer. I do not like civil liberties lawyers because they defend pornographers and racists and rapists and Nazis. In many ways, we are ideological and political enemies. My godson's mother, who was my close friend, is an anti-rape feminist. That means that she understands feminism through understanding rape. My godson's father tells me, and he publishes an article in a newspaper that tells a lot of people, that when a woman is raped by someone she knows, it is not so bad. He also says to me and the public that in marriage, rape is impossible, not because the law says so, although the law frequently does say so, but because we can never know what the woman really wanted. My godson's father is a very nice man, a very sensitive man. He defends rapists in court, even though his doing so causes his wife unbearable personal pain, because he believes that women consistently accuse men of rape when they have had only when they have only had sex and because he believes that penalties for rape are too severe anyway it is impossible for him to even consider that being raped by someone you know like a husband might be worse than being raped by a stranger that it can destroy your ability to go on that it is the rape of your body and also the total destruction of your integrity and your self-esteem your trust and your deepest privacy The physical injuries that women suffer in marital rape are no less grave than the physical injuries that women suffer in any kind of rape. Nonetheless, in the home, the right to privacy has guaranteed the husband total access to his wife's body. Very specific statutes have guaranteed him that access, those rights. At the same time, we have in this country a climate in which people are terrified of crime on the streets. Women are scared to death of rape. But the truth is, factually, not just polemically, that every woman is more likely to be raped by someone she knows, especially by a father or a husband, and the the home which is being promoted as a place of peace and harmony and Christian bliss is the most dangerous place in the world for a woman. That is the truth. A woman who is murdered is likely to be murdered in her home by a husband or lover. It is very hard to find out how many women are actually battered. The estimates based on research are now close to 50% of married women. 50% of married women have perhaps been battered at some point in a marriage. That's war. That's not life. That's war. (laughs)
0: You come at me with your anger You come at me with your rage The back of your hand The center of your fist Afraid to tell anyone this I can't keep saying I fell down Or ran into the kitchen door My back is unhinged My center is undone when you say you're sorry, I just want to run, I'm a casualty in my own house. I'm afraid to go home at night. The worst of my bruises don't show, but my children are there and they need
1: Talking about rape, we often talk about strangers who rape women because that is the stereotype of rape and also because strangers do rape women, though in less than half the rapes committed. Most women will be raped by someone they know. So why is it that we are brought up to believe that rape is committed by strangers when mostly it isn't? In my view, rape is simply a matter of access. There is no qualitative distinction about men here. The group of men that we know, that we know, are worse to us than the gr- <laughs> the group of men that we know are worse to us than the group of men that we don't know because they have the most access to us. Rape is a question of access. Men will rape women to whom they have access. The stranger in rape is used in a very important political way, especially in organizing women on the right. The stranger is used as a scapegoat. In the United States, the stranger is black, and he is a rapist. In Nazi Germany, the stranger was a Jew, and he was a rapist. This use of rape associated with a stranger is a basic component of racism. Women's fears of rape are legitimate. Those fears are manipulated to serve the ends of racism. We now see this same scape- scapegoat strategy being used against homosexual men who are accused of child molestation when most child molestation is of little girls. It is not that homosexual men do not rape. They do. So do black men and Jewish men. Men in all classes and of all races and ethnicities rape, which is not to say that all men rape. It is to say that all men benefit from rape because all men benefit from the fact that women are not free in this society, that women cower, that women are afraid, that women cannot assert the rights that we have, limited as those rights are, because of the ubiquitous presence of rape. When feminists began paying attention to rape, our intrusion into the area of male thought and male study and male activity was not much appreciated. We were told that we were making things worse for certain groups of men, especially for black men. Before the feminist movement, rape was treated by politically progressive people as a complete figment of a woman's imagination or as a vengeful, reactionary, racist effort to destroy somebody else or as an act of personal vengeance. The distinction I'm making here is a very important one because rape is real the selective use of the identity of the rapist has been false. That is a staggeringly dangerous piece of information because when we look especially at white male anger with feminists for dealing with rape at all, we find that suddenly for the first time in the history of this country, white men were included in the category of potential rapists. Somebody was, up, was onto their game at last. They did not like it. It is precisely the white liberals who have been saying that they have been it is precisely the white liberals who have been saying that they have been fighting universally fraudulent claims against black men all these years who were the most stubborn in refusing to understand that rape was real and that rape was committed by all kinds and classes of men including them They were perpetuating the racist stereotyping by refusing to acknowledge that all kinds of men do rape, thus leaving black men as the rapists in the public mind.
5: 5 a.m. Friday morning, Thursday night, far from sleep I'm still up and driving, can't go home Obviously, so I'll just change direction Cause they'll soon know where I live And I wanna live Got a full tank and some chips With me and a gun and a man on my back and I sang holy, holy As he buttoned down his pants You can laugh, it's kind of funny The things you think in times like these Like I haven't seen Barbados So I must get out of this Yes, I wore. A slinky red thing Does that mean I should spread For you and your friends Your father, Mr. Red With me and a gun And a man on my back But I haven't seen Barbados So I must get out of this And I know what this means Me and Jesus A few years back Used to hide And he said It's your choice, babe Just remember I don't think you'll be back Three days' time, so you choose well. Tell me what's right. Is it my right to be on my stomach? A Seville? It's me and a gun and a man on my back, but I haven't seen Barbados. So I must get out of this and Do you know Carolina Where the biscuits are soft and sweet These things go through your head When there's a man on your back You're pushed flat on your stomach It's not a classic Cadillac Me and a gun and a man on my back But I haven't seen Barbados So I must get out of this I haven't seen Barbados So I must get out of this
6: you see all i know is that my girlfriend used to date you how would you feel if she held you down and you tried and tried but she never could escape you she wasn't love and i'd ask her, how i mean why what kind of love from a would black your eye what kind of love from a every night make you cry what kind of love from a Make you wish he would I mean, sh bought you things And gave you diamond rings But them things wasn't worth none of the pain That he brings and you Stayed what made you fall for him That had the power to make you crawl for him I thought you was a doctor Be on call for him Smacked you down Cause he said you was too tall for him Huh, that wasn't love Baby girl, you was dreaming I could've told you when you said just he was growing from his seed. blind And it'll take over your mind What you think is love? It's truly
7: not. You need to elevate and find. Love is blind, and it'll take over your mind. What you think is love?
6: It's truly not. You need to elevate and find. I don't even know you when I you myself. You played with her like a doll and put her back on the shelf. Wouldn't let her go to school and better herself. She had to make me buy. You ain't giving no help, uh uh-huh Big time hustler, snake mother One's born every day, and every day She was your sucker, how could you Beat the mother of your kids, how could you Tell her that you love her, don't give a if she lived She told me she would leave you, I admit it She did, but came back, made up a lie About you missing your kids, sweet kisses Baby ain't even know she was your mistress Had to deal with this, fights and phone calls From your bitches. lost like you possessed her Telling me to mind my business That it was her life, and stay the out of it I tried and said, just for him, i keep it ready Love is blind
7: And it'll take over your mind What you think is love, is truly not You need to elevate and find Love is blind And it'll take over your mind What you think is love,
6: is truly not You need to elevate and find I don't even know you when I want you don't know the facts, but I saw the blood pour from her head. See, I lay down beside her in the hospital bed, and about two hours later, doctor said she was dead. Had the nerve to show up at her mother's house the next day to come in, pay your respects, and help the family pray. Even knelt down on one knee and let a tear drop. And before you had a chance to get up, you heard my praying to me now. I ain't God, but I'll pretend. I ain't start you like I'ma bring it to an end, and I did clear. And no regrets, never cops coming like lock me Under the jail, whatever my That my sister, you can never figure out Even if I let you live What I love was all about, I consider her My blood and it ain't come no thicker Love is blind
7: And it'll take over Your mind What you think is love Is truly not, you need to elevate And find Love is blind And it'll take over your is love is truly not you need to elevate and find his blind and it'll take over your mind. What you think is love, is truly not you need to elevate and find his blind, and it'll take over your mind. What you think is love, is truly not you need to elevate and find his blind. And it'll take over your mind, what you think is love, is truly not, you need to elevate and find, Coming blind, and it'll take over your mind, what you think is love, is truly not, you need to elevate and find, take blind. <laughs>
8: And everyone was sitting in the stands He was being scouted by a big-time colleague She played jumping in the marching band In the parking lot when the game was over She had a bus to ride But he pulled up in his buddy's truck And the door swung open wide Took her first sip, and before she knew it, she had three more. She always heard that a girl's first time is a memory she'll never forget. She found out the hard way about love when she saw those pictures on the internet. Yeah, he was a quarterback, smiling her imagination. no name no, no, no. Everybody picked to say He had the school and the whole town too And she had nothing but the truth inside
1: reproductive rights now I want to talk about abortion only abortion killing is central to it the killing that takes place in forced sex the killing is in sex that is forced and every single synonym for sex in this society says so all the words killing me softly violation all the words that have to do with sex are hostile words dangerous words so-called dirty words The word vagina means sheath. All the pornographic imagery has to do with hostility. And there are weapons, knives, the use of the penis as a weapon. We didn't do this. Feminists didn't do this. We are not responsible for creating it. But we are making people face it. So the practical reality is that as long as sex is forced on women, women must have the right to abortion. Absolutely, no matter what it means, no matter what you think it means. Pornography is very closely related to prostitution, certainly for the women who are in it. For the women who are in it, very often pornography is a step up. Anything indoors is a step up. It's cold out there. Pornography is many things. It is an industry. We estimate that it is It is a... billion a year industry. It is larger than the conventional film and record industries combined. Think of what that means about the consumption of pornography and how that consumption relates to the men, the vast numbers of men who are committing the sexual assaults I'm talking about. The content of pornography is almost always the same. It has a universal quality. Either the woman wants to be raped and wants to be hurt and really likes it or she doesn't. In which case all those things are still done to her, and she discovers lo and behold that she loved it all along, and really, her life was so empty before all those things happened to her. Pornography is hate propaganda against women; it not only encourages acts of violence against us but it says that we love them. Pornography is an extremely vital and vigorous and effective belief system. It is also behavioral training. People say, oh, well, pornography, that's for masturbation. Nobody can get hurt that way. But orgasm is a very serious reward, isn't it? Think of Pavlov's little dogs, right? They don't just think about salivating. They salivate. They do it because they learned it, period. Now think about pornography. The dehumanization is a basic part of the content of all pornography without exception. Pornography in this country in the last 10 years has become increasingly violent by every measure, including Playboy, including all the stuff you take for granted, and every single orgasm is a reward for believing that material, absorbing that material, responding to that value system, having a sexual response to stuff that makes women inferior, subhuman. Nothing in the system is unrelated to anything else, and there is a relationship between rape and pornography. Pornography celebrates rape.
9: You're gonna shoot me down Put my body in the river Shoot me down Put my body in the river While the whole world sings Sing it like a song The whole world sings Like there's nothing going wrong He shot her down He put her body in the river He covered her up I went together and I said my girl what happened to you now I said my girl we gotta stop it somehow Sick and sad Tell me what's a man With a rifle in his hand Gonna do for a world That's all gone mad He's gonna shoot me down Put my body in the river Cover me up with the leaves Of September like a no sad song Better love.
3: I'll carry them forever i
1: deepest places in my heart thank you and I leave you with Hannah Gadsby's words there is nothing stronger than a broken woman who has rebuilt herself I leave that with you sisters catch you in two weeks blessed be